Thank you for joining us for the second episode of It's So Interesting, a travel podcast about everything related to travel with tips, stories, advice, and inspiration. We are so happy to receive feedback from you and so many lovely words. It means that it's so interesting what we do here for you. And in this episode, you'll find out how to deal with the fear of flying. What ER on Edinburgh Castle stands for, the original story of Pizza Margarita and a little bit about us. In the light of recent deaths of Queen Elizabeth II, we want to tell an exciting thing about Edinburgh Castle. It is one of the oldest fortified places in Europe, with a long, rich history as a royal residence, military garrison, prison and fortress. It is alive with many exciting tales. And one of them is directly related to Queen Elizabeth II and the sign on the building. When in 1993 Queen Elizabeth II visited Edinburgh Castle, a special sign was installed on the wall of the castle dedicated to this event. However, this sign has one small peculiarity. The common English E Roman II R cipher was replaced by an ER in Edinburgh Castle, which stands for Elizabeth Regina without the second and there has been only one Queen Elizabeth in Scotland. The previous Queen Elizabeth was the only Queen of England with her reign years before the Acts of Union signed in 1707, uniting England and Scotland. So to respect the history of Scotland, the sign for Queen Elizabeth II was removed. In our Telegram channel, uh, you can see the picture to visualize this information. You can also comment and ask your questions uh, there or suggest new topics for our future episodes. By the way, thank you for the questions. They helped you understand what you like the most and present really interesting content. One of the questions was about our personal experience and how we started traveling. <laughs> we are coming from an adventurous family. Our parents brought us up with the travel spirit because they loved road trips, packing our pillows and blankets to visit places. Our first travel experience was a road trip from Kiev to Belenga in Lithuania, where our relatives live. It was around 1994 and a 1,000-kilometer drive with four border crossings. Well, we did it every summer, and this made us ready for the long drives and challenging road trips. When we got our car, the road became our driving force. It felt like after one destination, you just want to drive to the next one. And we really couldn't stop. Uh, this actually how we visited Genoa, Lausanne, Albania, Macedonia, Norway and drove the, our car to Turkey. We spent our first night in the car when we didn't want to leave Berlin after we stayed in a rented apartment for four days. It was an impulsive decision and on the last day after dinner we just didn't want to leave and decided to sleep in our car. This actually opened new possibilities for us as we were young and didn't have a lot of money for traveling so we spent one night in the hotel on our journeys and every second night next to a gas station on the road. Well, apart from the nights uh, we spent in the car in the very beautiful locations. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? The best room views were through the windscreen. The magnificent sea view in Croatia, the breathtaking view of Firvalstetterzee in Brunnen, the perfect beach spot in Liguria, and so on. Once we even slept in a parking lot of a police station in Nijmegen in the Netherlands. However, we were woken up by a police officer in the morning uh, who had just come to check whether we were alive 
and um, not drunk or drugged. After checking our documents, he wished us all the best and said that it was not a great idea to sleep in the car in the city, but allowed us to stay there for a couple more hours. Those times are over. I mean, sleeping in the car. But we have more stories to tell about such experiences and soon we will share them. This is how we got into traveling for real. By 2010, Berlin had become our base as it was convenient to drive in different directions, especially to visit shows in Amsterdam. And those were the golden times of the low-cost airlines, so it also opened opportunities for us to travel. We put all our money into traveling. The more we earned, the more we spent visiting new places. It was the best investment in ourselves, which has broadened our perception open new opportunities and help us learn and get inspired. We really recommend traveling. This is exactly how we came to Napoli and tasted the best pizza ever. Traditional, made following the original recipe. The word pizza itself derives from the word pita, simple cake made from dough as a flat pie. An unusual snack, which later appealed to many, was invented by the poor. They put various fillings, vegetables, mushrooms, herbs, meat on the dough and sprinkled them with grated or finely chopped cheese. The appetizer was delicious both, cold and hot. It was convenient to take it with as a quick and tasty snack during work. That is why the dish became popular among working class people. The margarita pizza dates back to 1889. King Umberto I and his wife Margarita of Savoy went to their summer residence in Naples for vacation. The queen, tired of royal food, desired to try something new and common for the people of the region. She had already heard a lot about pizza, so she asked her chef to cook it. The cook panicked because he was trained to cook only delicacies and now he was asked to cook food for the poor. He had no choice but to follow the order of the queen. It was decided to seek help from a local pizzaiolo named Raffaele Esposito. In an attempt to please the queen, he made three pizzas with various types of toppings. Here the story differs, and there are several versions of two pizzas Raffaele Esposito actually cooked. Margarita of Savoy was offered to try a tender pizza with ham, cheese and aromatic herbs, spicy pizza with tomatoes, butter and garlic, or according to other sources pizza marinara which featured garlic and pizza napoli which featured anchovy. However, the third one is already well known to us. A simple pizza with tomatoes, basil and mozzarella cheese. It was the third pizza that the queen liked. In Italy, green, red and white colors symbolize patriotism, love for the motherland and the spirit of ordinary people. What's not to like here when it also tastes divine? The pizza captivated the hearts and stomachs of the entire royal family with its taste. The queen personally wrote a letter to the chef Raffaele Esposito. She thanked him for the excellent work. The pizzaiolo was so touched and honored that out of inspiration he named his creation Margarita in honor of the queen. He framed the letter from the Queen of Savoy and hung it over the entrance of his cafe. This served an excellent advertisement and became the hallmark of his pizza business. Of course, Margarita pizza has become the most served signature dish. 
It is interesting. The pizza where Raffaele Esposito worked exists to this day. It is located in Naples and is called Brandy in honor of the wife of an enterprising pizzaiolo. The letter from the queen still hangs there. Some say that uh, the authenticity of the letter is questionable, but still, the story is really beautiful. Although the ingredients of the pizza margarita can seem pretty basic, it is delicious. And in Naples, it tastes even better. Go to our Telegram channel, where you can find the list of the best traditional pizza places in Napoli that offer pizzas made following authentic family recipes. Links are attached in the description. To try the best pizza in Napoli, probably you have to fly there. And it can be challenging because of the anxiety and the fear of flying. So let's discuss this and find ways to deal with the unpleasant feeling that stops you from flying and traveling more. Fear of flying is called aerophobia and it describes the fear of being in the airplane during a flight. But even for people without a phobia, flying can cause discomfort. According to statistics, nearly 3% of people in the world have a phobia of flying, and almost 60% have some degree of anxiety when boarding a plane. About 10% of people have never flown on a plane precisely because of the intense some airlines are sympathetic to the aerophobia of passengers. For example, Lufthansa doesn't charge a fee for the return of the purchased tickets if the passenger suddenly experienced a panic attack before the flight and decided not to board. Oh, however, this rule takes place only with the valid confirmation from a doctor that a person actually has an aerophobia. Fear of flying is a very common phenomenon and can be caused by a fear of heights, a sense of losing control over the situation and discomfort of being in a closed space up in the air. Because in case of unforeseen circumstances, a person cannot stop the flight and leave the plane. The fear of losing control over the situation awakens the most unpleasant experiences. Knowing that a flight can turn into a tragedy causes panic and anxiety. This is accompanied by rapid breathing, nausea and motion sickness while in an airplane. Aerophobia can even lead to loss of consciousness. My flight to Kayseri in Cappadocia with a group for our retreat was challenging. We experienced severe turbulence approaching the airport, so we had to do several attempts to land and eventually we did three circles around the airport. Meanwhile, the plane was shaking and quaking. I was sitting next to a girl from our group who has a fear of such situations when she doesn't know what is happening and why. It was hard for her to breathe and control her emotions, so I was holding her hand and talked to her all the time until we landed. Also, I suggested concentrating on the positive future. My friend used to be a flight attendant, and she always used to tell this hack that helps people in unforeseen situations on board during a flight, when they experience panic or anxiety. The point of the positive future hack is that when you are flying somewhere, the result is more important than the process. So it is necessary to concentrate on it. The flight is most often associated with visiting new cities and countries, having a vacation and reaching a destination you are willing to visit. During the flight, imagine how many interesting things await you ahead. Sights, 
new acquaintances, experiences, impressions, food. In our case, we had a marvelous Cappadocia journey ahead with an air balloon flight, fabulous views from our hotel, a delicious Turkish food in the best restaurants in the region. This was what we talked about to eliminate her fear. According to specialists, it is very important to get as relaxed as possible before the flight. Yes, <laughs> it may sound easy and weird to say and hard to do, but you have to think positively and make your experience as pleasant as possible. Usually, it is directly related to all the airport hustles, so try to eliminate any stressful situations that can possibly occur. Check in online to avoid queuing at the counter, get cabin luggage for the same reason, print your boarding pass to have a paper copy just in case. To positively enhance your airport experience, use a business lounge or grab a bite at the restaurant in order not to sit in the general zone surrounded by people and other noises. Buy your seat in advance for your flight. Uh, seats in front of the plane are most comfortable as turbulence is less severe in that part. Buy a seat with extra leg room to have more space. Create your own playlist for the flight, either with calming music or your favorite. So, you play in your headphones during the flight, create a pleasant atmosphere for yourself and isolate yourself from passenger noises. I remember one time listening to American Pie during the flight, the song from John McLean, and uh, there's a line in the song, this will be the day that I die. And so I immediately, unintentionally changed the song. It was a very interesting and weird moment for me on the, on the plane. I always show people the app that shows how many airplanes are currently there up in the air. And most of the time it works, as flying actually the safest way of transportation in terms of accidents and mortality. And it is very important to remember this to get rid of the fear of flying. Indeed, I am more cautious while someone is driving me around in their car than when I'm on a plane. Wear comfortable clothes. Always have water with you, learn several breast practices and don't be shy to ask for help, either from other passengers or a flight attendant. If you feel a severe impact of fear of flying on your mental and physical health, please consult a specialist. The right therapist will help you manage the aerophobia and keep it under control. We really hope that this information helps you to smooth your flight experience and you will realize how exciting it is to get from one destination to another in such a short time. Thank you very much for listening. The next episode will be out next week. In the meantime, we are going to visit Prague, so we'll bring you new stories and tips from there. Also, you can follow our journey on Instagram. Get more information about traveling, useful links and destination inspiration on our Telegram channel. All the links are attached in the description. Let's stay in touch. It's so interesting.